0: G'day, how the hell are ya? How's that banging track mate? Uh, that was called On The Trail, again from, from uh, Epidemic which is the the uh, website and, and an app that I'm using now to get all my, my music from So I can be 100% uh, unfraudulent in my podcasting So, Because I don't want to get the numbers I'm trying to get following this podcast And then have someone cut on to the fact that I was using licensed music for all my uh, intros And then have to go and chop them all out get episodes pulled and shit, so, I found some pretty good music on there, man, so I'm pretty happy with that so far, like, that was a, that's a good track, man, and, and it just keeps going, gets better and better and better, it's just, like, uh, unlicensed music, or they're licensed to, to epidemic, I suppose, um, so they find their own artists, and, you know, they're no, they're no bangers, they're no, like, uh, um, well, there is bangers, there's no, like, uh, pop culture hits, but there's... Talented musicians that they have who make music for them And uh, make some pretty good shit So I'm pretty happy with that man um, On the bloody trail Probably should have had that for next week Because um, that would tie in with the guest I'm going to have on we'll get to that a little bit later Solo again this week uh, Was supposed to be a, uh, a guest I was supposed to have a guest this week but the guest dropped out on me at the last minute That happens a little bit, hey? it happens a fair bit uh, It was supposed, it was booked in for Thursday evening And then the person was too busy for Thursday So we moved it to uh, Saturday morning And then they were too busy for Saturday morning So we moved it to Sunday morning And then dropped out it on me like yesterday um, so that sucks. But anyway, is what it is. I'll probably still give them one more shot and book them back in at another date. But I've got somebody else coming on next week. Uh, this week, next week, it will happen during the week, called with uh, the the page of the person of the people that I'm going to be having, having on is called uh, By The Way Adventures. Um, just blanked on his name, Dominic. Dominic and his wife who are actually the parents of Natasha Brady, who's the uh, lady behind Telling Designs, who was a graphic designer, used to be up here in, in Headland, um, actually designed my logo for me, did a lot of work with a lot of companies around town. She's still sort of tied to the Pilbara because of clients that she has up here. Uh, it's her parents, and I just was chatting to her the other day because I actually lost all of my, uh, lost all my logos. The, the, I had like a USB with them all on. And I wanted to get hold of one of my logos to, to do some work with on um, social media, uh, like iPhone posts I was doing, watermarking some of my videos, and yeah, I couldn't find it anywhere. I turned the house upside down, looked for about forty minutes, um, and I just just for the life of me don't know where it got where it went. I kind of think, and I didn't say this because I didn't want to start any um any wars that I wasn't uh, willing to to see through. I kind of think that my missus threw it out Which is cleaning up the, the bedroom A few weeks back She did a full big spring clean And then like you know Mysteriously my shit's gone missing um, But anyway Again I didn't say that So if you see I don't so say that That's not worth it I didn't have any proof of it So I wasn't going to go down that track But it doesn't matter Because I got hold of Natasha And um, she hooked me up With with uh, a link A drop link Or, or whatever I was a Dropbox Or whatever the hell you call it I think it was just a normal A normal link I'm not really super savvy on all the the lingo um but she hooked me up with a link for for the all my shit all my shit so i went on there and grabbed off what i needed and when i was chatting to her um she just mentioned her dad and her mum have just sold their house um sold up everything they own i believe upgraded their caravan to an off-grid um uh, uh kimberly van and then just jumped on the road and have headed up they're in port headland now uh to do a a, a lap around I was just cruising through and chilling you guys know that i'm I'm super interested in that sort of lifestyle uh, so and I know that the selling of everything was was sparked in some way by mandates um, so I'm not sure I don't have too much other information but aside from that we'll, we will find out this week I'll you know I'll ask them in the flesh but they're um they're in Port Helen on them at the moment and they started a page like the day I spoke to Natasha so it was kind of um, good timing. Um, and they got like eighteen hundred followers already, so kind of you know it had a bit of an explosion um, straight off the uh, out the gate. A lot of people interested in their story, so yeah, it'd be good to chat to them and see what their what their story is. And um, as I said, I'm interested in that whole lifestyle, and I think it's I've got another person who's a local who's been on here a couple of times who I'm I've teed up for a podcast at some stage when he's when he's ready to come on um, as well to talk about. Uh, being a bit of a someone in the community local headland community that a lot of people knew and know and doing some cool stuff around the town and then the mandates came and he didn't get vaccinated and lost his job and wasn't allowed to go to the gym and and all that kind of shit that you know you really became a second-class citizen there for a little while and um, I want to speak to him all about I won't drop the name now wait till it happens but I want to speak to him all about that from the other side of the fence because I don't think a lot of people really thought about it um, people were quick to say what you have to do and where they you know where the, what their stance was what side of the fence they were on but we really look at it from a personable point of view like the actual person who's being affected by this who's you know in a lot of instances a good a good person with the family and and, and um, needs that need to be met, that they were denied simply because they wouldn't get a vaccine. So um, the dust has settled uh, with all of that a little bit. You guys know I stepped away from the whole uh, mandate vaccine sort of debate and conversation for a while there. It was getting just too uh, consuming for me. I was so angry um, about it. And again, um, if you just, you know, First time listener, or haven't been listening for very long. I, I'm full vaccinated. I was always going to get the vaccinations. It wasn't about that. It was about the freedom of choice and the and the mandating things and taking away people's personal sovereignty over their own bodies and not even being allowed the right to work and provide for yourself. Like that's fucking horrible. what the what the what the hell is that? You cannot work if you don't get this vaccine. That we know there's some bad shit that happened around that vaccine. I mean, the CEO of of um, Pfizer's just been arrested for for. Clearly, covering up um, uh, some of the bad test results they got in patients, so um, w- you know which was sort of the word on the street and the, amongst the com- conspiracy theorists six months ago. So there's there's yeah you know, some reasons for people to make their own decisions on whether or not they want to get the vaccine, and people would treat it like shit if they did. So I'm not sure where that falls with this couple who are coming up. What what their personal story is, we'll find all that out um, when I speak to them. That's it's that's what the podcast will be about. Um, it's a pretty polarizing and interesting topic. I'm not scared of a bit of uh, controversy, not 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 one bit. So um, we'll see what they what they have to say. And again, I'm like, uh, I hope that there's more people who are like me. That there already are more people like me, and uh, um, let me flesh that statement out because it sounds weird when you just leave it like that. Um, and who are now becoming towards this way of thinking who, yeah, are on the right side, you know, the right side of, a, of the whole debate as in got the vaccinations and, and um, uh, um, you know, kept their jobs and all that kind of, kind of business, but, but are really compassionate to the people that decided to stand up for their rights and not do it. Because, um, you know, I know there was a lot of people that, yeah, there was a lot, was, it was heated there for a bit, huh? it was heated and really divided there for a little bit. So I hope more people are starting to come around to go, whether or not you got the vaccination, whether or not I agree with you not getting the vaccination, it actually doesn't matter. You should be allowed basic human rights. You shouldn't be forced to quit your job and sell your house and and um, not allowed in the gym and, and all these sorts, of, especially the contradictory things like not being allowed to exercise at the gym, whereas, you know, we're really caring about people's health and one of the main things they can do to help their health and their immune system is to exercise and eat well, but we won't let them go to the gym. It's... um. You know, you can't make a whole lot of sense of that shit. So we'll see what happens with that. As I said, I've got a couple of people coming on in the near future to just have some of those conversations um, after the dust has settled or as the dust is still settling and just see what this whole situation meant to some different people on different sides of the coin. So we'll see what happens, see what goes on uh, with that. But yeah, um, speaking of visiting Hedland, my parents are actually a couple of weeks away as well. Uh, and there's that, that couple I just spoke to you about who are in Headland. Obviously, all the grey nomads are, are coming up here doing their thing um, about this time of year. They don't take long to start piling in. But it's going to be a funny old year to visit Headland this year. Like, if you're doing, if you're just passing through, it is what it is. But if you're coming up here specifically to see family and spend a month in Headland, or, or, you know, like a lot of people do, it's going to be a funny old year, hey, because um, we've got no yachty. Now, which is a beautiful place to go down and have dinner and sunset And what, let the kids run around uh, We got no Races this year because they decided to wait Until the end of summer To pull the old turf club down And start works on it so that means we'll be Out of turf club for the entire year uh, Brilliant decision uh, Another brilliant decision made Yet again by the town of Port Hedland um, we, got, I mean, we got A few options at all hopefully the Circus comes this year we haven't seen them since Pre-COVID days We used to get the I think the, the, the What are they What are they called? The, the Moscow Circus Comes here Which I'm, I've been to And then there was another one I always think Of the Ashley Martin Circus But I'm pretty sure Ashley Martin is the hair loss dude um, There's Something Ashley my aunt, The Something Ashley Circus Anyway I'm pretty sure there's two circuses That used to come through here Fairly regularly And I've been to the Moscow Circus It was pretty cool And I'd love to take my kids Back there again So hopefully those dudes are Lives didn't fall apart and had to sell everything they owned and friggin' There is no circus anymore. Like you wouldn't be surprised if that happened, um, you know, post COVID or during COVID. And that was the result post COVID. That's the kind of shit that 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 went down. You know, those little stories are just endless. They just pop up everywhere. An industry like an industry that you just just took for granted and then we all you know enjoyed but took for granted. Some of those are just gone now. So well, I'm not sure what to deal with the circus. Hopefully those guys managed to. Um, I don't know. know Whatever carny folk do in their off season, <laughs> manage to just squat, move around the place, and and keep the gig together. Um, on the, in, the, in their off, I, do, you know, I would say there'd be some of the lowest vaccination rates in the country among the carny folk and among the the, the travelling circuses. That'd be my best guess. Anyway, so I don't know. Hopefully they come back, man. And it's just a funny old year this year in Headland, like as if we you know we don't have a whole lot of options as it is without losing shit like the yachty. And losing another pastime for the middle of the year with the beautiful weather uh, on a weekend like the races, so it's just it's going to be yes, yeah, it's going to be a different different sort of year here. And you know I love Headland, mate. I love the people, um, I love the community here, I really do. But and there's a there's a butt coming, but you know, I'm about to I'm about to shittle over Headland in this next couple of minutes. Because I do love Headland, but it's just – there's just so much shit here that is just shit. There's so much stuff that's just not done well. Poor, poorly run businesses like the yacht club that go under, like the heady, that's a piece of shit sitting there on the water. On the waterfront, eight years ago, that was a pumping pub. It was never good, but it was a pumping pub that people used to go to. They had the drive-through bottle o there that was open – um, somehow the masterminds that run that place could not... Ca- just just take this in, like take this information in and let it, let it sort of bounce around inside your head for a minute. The masterminds that ran the Heddy, the Headland Hotel, couldn't even keep a drive-through bottle shop on the water next to a pub in a mining town open. That's how incompetent the people who run that joint were. Like, how how many more gimme's do you want in a situation? It's a drive-through. You don't even get out your friggin' car. You're on the water, attached to a pub that was a popular pub. It's it's in a mining town, and you and it's just next to the shops. It's two minutes, not even from the from the shops. It's it's in a relatively uh, Uh, Familiar thoroughfare And you couldn't keep The bloody thing open And now you go there It's a ghost town It's just shit Big empty concrete room In the middle No shade outside Tiny little strips of veranda And a big old shit car park That no one needs And uses no good beers on tap uh, Which is most places in town Besides the walkie There's No one's got a, a range of beers Like is it too much in fucking 2022 To ask for Six to, to ten beers on tap Some pale ales You heard of them? You heard of pale ales? Yeah, yeah They're different to Great Northern It's a different kind of beer Different to Carlton Dry It's different Different beer, yeah Yeah, they're called pale ales And people fucking drink them A lot of people Uh, Some wine that we actually would Actually usually buy Not some friggin shit You're gonna charge us 30 to 40 dollars a bottle for Even though it's worth 8 Like is the Are these things too hard to Like too much to ask And again the Walkie's the best spot in town Uh, I mean some people would say Last chance You know if that's your idea of the best tub in, pub in town, fucking lose my number. Fucking pub with no windows, shithole. It's got its place in town, sure. Otherwise, where else are all the fucking Darrow's going to go and drink? We don't want them filtering into all the other pubs in town, so go for it, keep that joint open. But there's fucking, it's, the, the walk is the best spot in town, and it's it's on the way, it's, it's out of the way, and it's in, across from the airport and surrounded by FIFO mining camps, so it's full of FIFOs, so that's kind of, you know... It takes a lot of a, a lot away from it. Probably then the Esplanade's the second best, which is expensive. They got a couple of different beers, and their food's generally not too bad. And they do kind of put a bit of an effort in there. and And I have had some good times at the Esplanade, so I, I, I kind of give them a pass in this conversation. Obviously, the Piers closed at the moment. Um, you know, not, not not that I ever bloody drank there anyway. I'm a snob. But um, word on the street is that's opening up again, so that's good for blokes that don't like. Going home to their wives And just want to spend Their fucking money Looking at Second rate shit house skimpies On a fucking Wednesday afternoon So sure Open that back up No worries Um But you know what I mean, right? The Tambourine Carreth, is a sports bar that's just got it all going on. They've got live acoustic music on Sundays. They get, like, a DJ on a Friday. So for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the place is full every afternoon, every day, basically. You go there and get a good pub meal, fish and chips, steaks, chicken parmy, just the basic, simple shit. It's good. It's a good pub, man. good outdoor area. Let your kids go for a run. There's pool tables there it's 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 bloody good mate um the Do- divers tavern in broom divers tavern in broom another another example it's not flash it's it's kind of long and a bit of a sprawling setup they got a sports bar with a massive you know like projector screen to watch the big games on they got t- 10 different beers on tap little creatures are on there and shit some good pale ales 150 lashes whatever other lads like to drink um, not the greatest food, but it's got a good bar, good good restaurant area. Um, you can separate the rowdies from the families, and everyone can get can go and find a spot. Drive-through bottle shop. That's a strange thing to have attached to a fucking pub in in a, in a town, uh, a rural or a mining town, isn't it? Drive-through bottle shop out the front. It's just we're not asking for a lot, man, and we don't get even half of what we ask for. You know, would it be too much to ask for something indoors for the kids to do in summer when it's bloody, you're just rattling off the fucking walls inside your house and it's 45 degrees outside and you're sick of going to the local fucking public pools? Is it be too hard to have a cinema with a bowling alley or a time zone or some shit attached to it with some air conditioning we could go to? You know, like, it's just that the council here are just squandered every opportunity that they've had uh, while Caratha just continues to move leaps and bounds ahead of us and leave us behind they've become a city they've got all the right funding they've built a little town hub they've got you know like I said the Tambouray um, it, it's it's. I love Headland. I grew up in Carratha but I love Headland. I want to be here I want to spend time here I want to spend my money here but we've got to be realistic it's become a shithole especially the last two years there's nothing to do here our fucking council are clowns we keep getting tired oh completely disbanded them We've got a new council We've got a new mayor This fucking fat prick's over in Vietnam Getting fed strawberries For some rando fucking Vietnamese hooker While he's on fucking a team's meeting On the fucking computer And he's the guy that's leading our, leading our town and Refuses to step down It's like the third scandal he's had In a, What is it? An eight month period or some shit? It's ridiculous man it's ridiculous. So this is the kind of people we got running the town that can't get out of each other's way. There's no coercion. It's all a bunch of people trying to measure their dick, how, how long their dick is, and that their our idea is better than the other persons. There's no no teamwork, no coercion whatsoever, uh, and and it's corruption and incompetence. It's it's. The headland will just break your heart, mate It breaks your heart And again, I, st- I love being here I love the people here I want this town to do well But it's so frustrating to watch it just just squander opportunities That's the word of the day, squander Or phrase of the day could be squandered opportunities it's, it's, it's bloody heartbreaking And how about some of the other businesses around here? How about like anyone that you want to fix your car or do any work on your car? Far out the 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 panel and paint shop the mechanics here Headland Auto Electrics uh, uh, um, they're 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 not too bad like it's hard to get a booking there they're they're pretty good honest people but uh, but man to to get someone to do what they say they'll do and for the price they said they'll do it. Um, And to give a fuck about the result if things don't go right Is nearly impossible I've just had a bad experience recently And I know uh, uh, other stories come up When you're talking to people about that About their poor experiences in this town And it's borderline if not downright corruption In a lot of these cases Um Scammers and, and they just have you over a barrel And they don't give a fuck about your business Because they got you know, contracts with large companies They're just squeezing you in to milk some money out of you And if things don't go right They just wash their hands of it and go bad Like Go somewhere else Don't give a fuck They don't give a fuck, man um, It's really heartbreaking, eh? Um, you know <sighs> I'm, and I know, there's some good businesses in town Good people running good businesses Trying to do the right thing But I, there is a lot of dodgies not, so, not even so much dodgies out there Just But just Businesses That don't give a fuck And they have enough business On their hands And they can charge the world For whatever they want And when things go wrong They don't seem to want to Do the right thing And help anyone out Because they think Fuck yeah I don't know what that's about When they're making all They're making all this money Hand over fist They've got you know, so much work on you can't get booked in for a month at a time at these places, and something goes wrong and they don't even want to know you. You just think it's like a time thing. It can't be a money thing. It costs peanuts for them to fix something that might cost you two and a half grand. Or cost them five hundred bucks, you know, in labour for someone else to do it, to fix it, and it's their problem, it's their issue. It must be a time issue. They just don't want to deal with it. one in, one in the door, one out the door. Let's get, just let's get, let's, you know, get on with it. It's fucking heartbreaking, mate. Um. Anyway, speaking of the car troubles, well, It's all, all done and dusted now. I am still sort of chasing some shit up with the insurance company in the background. the The Coles Express Insurance Company, who I put a claim in with, gave me the straight up, like, washed their hands, walked away. Uh, so "You got to seem like you're a Headland based company. The way you the way you dealt with that, that was fucking really good work." Um, couldn't get hold of them by phone, didn't reply emails, the Coles Customer Care people told me they couldn't get hold of them by phone and they weren't replying to their emails. I thought, this is an amazing insurance company that you guys are working with. You can't even contact them. What a fucking great business plan that is. You just put an insurance claim in, they let you sit on the shelf for three weeks while you stress out, try and get hold of them and, and try everything you can do to make contact with them and then they just come back after three weeks and go, nah, sorry, it wasn't our fault, nothing to do with us, walk away from the situation. I'm like, how are you going to just wash your hands for it like that? Fucking, anyway, I'm not going to go back and down that track. But the point of the story was we went out to Dampier on the uh, Mother's Day, the weekend just gone. Went out to the Burrup, wanted to go out to a place called um, Konzig Bay. And if you were, follow my social medias, you would have seen the, one of my, my, my Instagram posts or, or the YouTube video I, I put up about it. But yeah, it was a, it was basically a bit of a fail. So we left here Saturday morning, um, Sunday morning. Got down there and I knew that the wind looked like it was going to be a, a bit better than it was. It was pretty windy, but we should have been good on one side of the peninsula because we were protected and we were. And we, we drove up along that side of the peninsula and, and got to... A point which I didn't realise was there Until we got there Which was the jump up They call it the jump up out there At the at the Burrup um, And it's just a big rocky hill Which is um, uh, I, I you can get up it, and maybe if you take your time as well and you use your, your max tracks and all that sort of shit, you don't mind moving a few rocks around. But I really wasn't confident going up it in the Ranger, the brand-new Ranger. And the last trip we had out, which was the first day trip we'd ever done in it, we had a nightmare on the side of the road coming home from Broome. So I just wanted a good, successful day trip out without any, without any dramas. So I chickened out of doing the, the jump up. And then we went to find another bay, the only ones we could get to were on the windy side of the peninsula, and went over there to a place called Carry Cove, which was just a shithole, it was just a mud flat, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad we travelled all the way from, from, from Port Hedland to come down here to turn around at the jump up to come to Carry Cove and be a windy, blown out, mud flat shithole... So it was a fail, mate, really was. But we made the most of it. We we turned around, hightailed it back into Dampier. And I've wanted to go to Dampier again for years anyway. I haven't been there for ages. So we went into Dampier and took photos with Red Dog. We just watched it a few weeks ago, so the kids are all excited to see the Red Dog statue. Uh, went down the beach there. It was a bit windy, but found a, a good enough little nook to tuck into and had a picnic there anyway. And we, we made the most out of a shitty day and a shitty situation, mate, and had an, an event-free trip. In in the Ranger, so I was pretty happy with with that in in the end. But yeah, there is a YouTube video of it. It's probably not. Um, I'm definitely not as good as some of the other clips I've put together. Because um, as far as footage, the actual footage wise, It wasn't anything beautiful or amazing to see. But it's just me practicing my my um, editing skills, really, you, uh, making sure I become consistent with using the footage that I take. And I, I was in a rut there for for many years. I think as I think a lot of people are of filming shit and then just never doing anything with it. So you got SD cards or hard drives full of just footage that you don't have no intention of using. So I'm filming shit. I'm either going to delete it if it's no good or, or use it and trying to put out a, a, a video every, um, every month. So, which is sort of, yeah, sort of what I'm trying to do at the moment is be more consistent. So, um, the video once a month is part of it back onto podcasts once a week. Uh, there's been a few hiccups there where I haven't done it for a fortnight or so and then so videos once a month podcast once a week and a social media post once a day if I can hit those numbers consistently that's that, that's pretty good and and I think I'm also trying to build those um, build my skill in all those things obviously podcasting I'm always working on the YouTube videos I've got a good program there Final Cut Pro that I'm, I'm starting to Slowly get my head around and just really So that's what that video was from the weekend Me just practicing editing skills um, Trying to get more efficient at it uh, And same with the the phone um, I've got a friend I've got a mate uh, Jay Godfrey Media Who I'm trying to get back on the podcast soon as well um, Who He's been on here once before He runs his own media media company Impact Media uh, And he's just got really good Uh Really good content, really good, uh, really good vibe. Um, check him out on Instagram as well. He's got a really good page. He's got a good vibe. It, it's it's a he's a great storyteller. a phot- photographer, videographer. He's very authentic and and very down to earth. And, and and he's just put out this really cool tutorial on how to use um, cute cut Pro, which I've been using but didn't know how to use um, on your phone. So you can make good good content. Straight out um, on your iPhone, like you can, um, you know, you can add su- subtitles and songs, and like you can put a watermark on there on the video, and do your fade ins and outs and all that sort of stuff. So you can just record shit on your iPhone on the go, and then put together a, a nice reel or a nice, you know, clip on 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 your iPhone and, and post that to social media. So I'm trying to get better and more efficient at doing that as well, so that my contents more pro- more professional looking and and more engaging. So hopefully, people who are following will see those improvements. Um, Along the way And I'm really starting to build up A bit of a bank of videos Over there on the YouTube as well So if you haven't gone over And subscribed to that one yet Do that for me That'd be awesome mate Because I've actually got a few Cool little vids there That you can You know I feel like there's something To offer people now If they go over there It's not just going over there And giving me a subscribe To to help get the numbers up I actually think there's Some pretty cool videos Starting to build up over there now And I'm just going to keep Working on those ones So um, yeah, and to you know—you can tell me what you think if you, if you like the the edits, and if you can see the work I've been putting in, It'd be cool to know some of that sort of feedback. Ah, just a quick, uh, quick drink there. So, yeah, it was nice to get out of town last weekend, anyway, and, and get around and get your feet in the dirt. And um, speaking of getting feet in the dirt, it's one thing I've been actively doing this year hey is um my feet are so weak and so soft nowadays man I, I grew up like as a as a teenager and a young man didn't wear shoes anywhere like like anywhere um m- my mum used to hate it, me mum but that's say me mum my mum used to bloody hate it mate she would, she'd hit me up about wearing shoes when i was like 16 15 16 you know leaving the house david put your shoes on Ah, oh, bloody yeah! Right, oh mum, go put me put me shoes on. Grab the skateboard. Head off out the house. Skate down the end of the street. Shoes off. Straight in the backpack. And that's how we would get around. We would skate around town with no no shoes on. Like, if you were going to the skate park for a session, for a skate session, not a not a cone session, for a skate session, you'd put shoes on because you're actually going to do work or you know. But if we were just skating to your mate's house Or skating around town Or if you were going for an actual session in the bush There was no shoes man There was no shoes to parties We'd roll up to parties Like full blown parties With a hundred people at them and shit Sometimes catching buses and trains and taxis or whatever No shoes on No shoes Um, Shops No shoes in the shops Uh, Shoes were definitely Like a seriously optional And and I'm I'm not talking about thongs I mean barefoot Just barefoot everywhere we bloody went Um and it had tough feet, man, you know. Um, the roads in Quinns where I grew up were like, you know, when you get the old shitty bitumen roads they're not, you know, and, they, and they've got the, the loose, like the, you can see the aggregate all in them and they're like the loose gravel on top of them so you actually get those sharp little rocks that stick into your heel as well if you step on them the wrong way. The roads were covered with all that shit. You'd step on those all the time and just had good tough feet, man. And then all of a sudden you were fucked if you went across an old patch of grass where the clover it all turned to, to, to prickles that one will, that one will stitch you up in a hurry when you catch yourself in the middle of ah before you step on one and realise that you're in the middle of like a lawn and you're like ah you got to get out of this friggin minefield with no shoes on and, and fucking uh, little double G's sticking into your, into your bottom of your, of your feet everywhere but um, they weren't double G's clovers are just normal prickles but 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 I'm, I've just got such weak feet now I think getting into like starting working you know uh, full-time work with work boots on and having work boots on for like eight to ten hours a day, five to six days a week, and then you just take your boots off and you know generally put your thongs on, and then your feet start softening up. Especially when your feet are sweaty all day, they're like in like a sweat sock bath all day long. You're like kind of exfoliating a lot, I feel, and you just you just the, those hard calluses are harder to keep on your feet, man. And I've just noticed how pussy my feet are these days. So I'm actively just getting around without shoes on a lot more, and and starting to get used to the heat and the fucking sharp objects and the, and the red dirt and all that kind of shit under my feet again. Because I starting to feel like a real pussy for a bit there to be just doing oh, off trying to I feel like a real pussy when it came to not wanting to get feet in certain certain um, con- you know, certain types of um, um, ground, ground. I couldn't think of the word, the word. I'm certain types of ground. That's how that sentence ends. Um, yeah, couldn't, didn't want to get my feet in certain types of ground. That's all I got. Sorry, that's the best. What What I was trying to say was, you know, like certain red dirts and all really hot su- substance you know, substances surfaces. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my tongue My mouth's not working properly Um, Yeah That's where we're at Anyway I still want to get my feet on certain types of ground Good fucking He speaks good English, that one Um, But yeah, man So I don't know why I'm telling you that Um, About me not wearing shoes anymore I don't actually know how that came up But anyway um, So yeah, man I hope you guys have seen some improvement in, In the old in the old social media and YouTube vids I um, hope you're enjoying listening still I do, like I said, I've got some guests coming up was well, supposed to be one today um, Shit happens, move forward I'd plenty to talk about anyway um, Before I let you go though Yeah, I've got, I've got those those um, uh, um, that Old mate Dominic on next week By the way, adventures And before I let you go You've, you've got to do yourself a favour got five minutes You're sitting around doing bugger all um, sitting on the toilet, having a snapping off a Nard, and you got your phone phone in your hands. You want to do something for five minutes, um, besides watching porn. Uh, go on, I know what you do. I know what you're all about. Uh, go onto your YouTube and type in Uncle Sink I don't know if he's got a, a, a like a hyphen or a, an underscore or anything in there, but Uncle Sink And this kid, mate, is bloody. He's got. He's classic. You, you got to check him out. He's he's gold. He's like a young, bogan, Aussie kid, got a filthy mullet, bad skin, maybe like early 20s or something. And he's got uh, 170,000 followers, and all he does is skull beers. But, but, because I know that that doesn't sound very exciting – but he's got his own flair he puts on it. And I'll granted, you can't go to his page and just sit there for five minutes watching all his different videos because it's the same thing over and over again in different forms or formats and places. And, but, but it's worth a, a... You watch a few of his videos and he's worth a look in every now and then. Once a week, once every couple of weeks, go have a, check out an Uncle Sink video. You'll see why he's got 170,000 followers. Even though you can't sit there and there's no depth to his content, you've just got to have him. Now he's out there... You've got to have him, so he's got his own way of doing it, he, he'll um, normally say some something to the camera, and then he'll go, uh, then he'll go, like that, and he'll bite the lid off with his teeth, and just spits it up in the air, and then he goes, sniffs it, and licks up the length of the, the bottle, and then just bottoms up, scales it, but... Once he starts sculling He gives it a little twist And creates his whirlpool Inside the, bo- the beer bottle And sculls it in like Three or four seconds The whole thing Every time It's bloody amazing He does long necks as well Obviously takes a couple extra seconds But the, he's got his little flare he does The little <laughs> The lick The snarl And then bottoms up And the swirl with the whirlpool It's fucking amazing Uncle Sink Check him out. I mean, you don't want to be him. I don't know where his life's going. Uh, I don't think he's going to have great teeth or health or maybe not even a really good future if this is the way he's going to treat his body. Uh, It's definitely not a temple. Um, But um, I wouldn't advise anyone else to do what he's doing. But I'm glad he's out there. People are out there sculling beers and fucking themselves up anyway. You might as well put a bit of of flair on top and get yourself some Instagram followers. So shout out to Uncle Sink. Uh, shout out to By the way Adventures uh, Shout out to Headland Politics And Strawberry Eating Fat Fucks Who are corrupt as hell uh, Who are helping Tank the town And Shout out to everybody Who's listening And I really appreciate Your time and effort So uh, Average Man Podcast Episode What was it? 124 Episode 124 Far out We're getting there Episode 124 On the trail Average Man over and out. Peace.